step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome to Cold Sports. You have entered the zone called Sports on another level. And now, here's your host, Cole Johnson. Cole Sports! I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guide, Cole Johnson. And on this episode, we're going to dive into the murky waters of the NFL. Very murky. We're going to, of course, award the Dodo of the Week. And upon further review, we're going to go even deeper in NFL waters. Yes, it is that time. We are approaching the NFL season for the 2017 campaign to get underway next month. Whew. Many stories. But for right now, headlines, please. Dateline, New York City. So the NFL and the NFL Players Association seem to be at odds. Well, okay. When are they rarely ever not at odds? good point but they are at odds this time because there are dueling reports that the nfl claims that the players association leaked information about ezekiel elliott's case to the media the nfl's joe lockhart had this to say in a report quote over the past few days we've received multiple reports of the nflpa spreading derogatory information to the media about the victim in the ezekiel elliott discipline case these tactics are shameful efforts to shame and blame victims often are often what prevent people from coming forward to report violence and or seek help in the first place close quote well the Players Association couldn't sit idly by. They responded with this report. Quote, The public statement issued on behalf of every NFL owner is a lie. The NFLPA categorically denies the accusations made in this statement. We know the league office has a history of being exposed for its lack of credibility. They should be ashamed for stooping to new lows. Close quote. The bickering, the infighting, and the enmity that exists and has long existed between the NFL and the Players Association is now becoming soap opera-like. You two are going to have to grill it up and eat it. This is not about Ezekiel Elliott. It's not about the person he alleged to abuse. It's about the fact that the NFL Players Association is salty about the fact that they can't get their players paid just like the NBA counterparts are getting their players paid. Sorry, it always comes back to the money. You signed that agreement back in 2011. You remember Jeff Saturday crying on Robert Kraft's shoulders? Yeah, you signed that. Own it until it's up in 2020. Until then, shut up, NFLPA. Dateline Columbus. 
Enter the former head coach of his college days, Ohio State's Urban Meyer. He shot a YouTube video where he discussed Elliott's six-game suspension of NFL for domestic violence, and he appealed somewhat to him, and he expressed his sorrow. And in that video, he had to say these things. He said, quote, we all want what's best for him. Close quote. Now, I, I want what's best for him, too, of course, because I think the young man needs to get away from all those women and actually get some wise counsel. But 22-year-olds will rarely ever hear anything any old person has to say. I know because I was once 22. What really concerns me, though, is the following quote that Urban said in his video as well. He said, quote, I worry about him. Close quote. Now, he's not the only one that said this. Former Cowboys running back and Hall of Famer Emmett Smith also expressed worry and concern about Ezekiel Elliott's conduct and future. It really is a prayer of mine that he does get on straight and narrow because the dude is talented. He shouldn't let this gum up his wheels and works because it will. Dateline Atlanta. How dare Chick-fil-A? How dare they? There was a story that was written by ESPN and other media outlets that said the following. Chick-fil-A stand in Mercedes-Benz Stadium to be closed on Sundays. Now, this seemed to have gone viral. It was blasphemous. It was unheard of. It doesn't make business sense. And yes, I heard all this to myself. Why would you put forth any type of stand in the stadium that will be open primarily on Sundays when you have more than likely the most amount of fans that will possibly grace the gates of said stadium? Well, this is why. Chick-fil-A is a business that its founder, Truett Cathy, decided to close its doors every Sunday. It's been that way ever since chain started. It has not changed since. It still exists today. In fact, his rationale was, hey, I'm glad we're closed on Sunday. It makes the Mondays busier. What people don't understand are two things. One, Chick-fil-A is huge in Atlanta. That's where it's headquartered. So the people in Atlanta know. I'm sure almost all of them who have lived there grow up on Chick-fil-A so they know that they're closed on Sundays. Number two, the reason why there's a stand there is because Mercedes-Benz Stadium will be open every day all year round. And there are going to be businesses there from salons to barbershops to storefronts. And there will be a club there. Mercedes-Benz Stadium will have a club so if they were going to only open any place or put a stand any place that would be open only or primarily on Sundays, yes, that would not make sense. But since they are going to be open 365 or in leap years, 366 days a year, well, they figure, OK, well, let's get in on the action at the stadium. And of course, when there are going to be some big events like popular acts, college football and to a smaller degree, Major League Soccer, we'll, we'll open our doors then if it's not on the Sunday. Besides, Atlantans have Zaxby's to go to on Sundays. Oh, that's right. Zaxby's isn't in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. My bad. Dateline Atlanta. Uh, again. It was reported earlier this week that 16-time former wrestling heavyweight champion Ric Flair has multiple organ problems, and he is now sitting in a hospital bed. 
his fiancee, Wendy Barlow. Some of you may know her as Fifi the Maid when Flair did his WCW show called Flair for the Gold. She released a statement on Facebook addressing Flair's current condition and rumors that have circulated since his admittance to the hospital. Quote, just want to give an update to my friends and family as I have been unable to talk on the phone without crying and just feel shocked over events. I took Rick to the hospital with severe abdominal pain. From that moment on, it all seems like a nightmare. Multiple organ problems. Close quote. Wendy, I know I speak for the VIP and for myself when I say that we all wish the kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, Son of a gun that has trouble holding his alligators down. The 16-time world champ, Ric Flair. The nature boy. The best of health and a speedy recovery. Woo! Dateline, Philadelphia. Current ego Chris Long has expressed a lot of concern over the past few months about the Colin Kaepernick should he be signed should he not be signed protest controversy that has sparked a whole ton of conversation and interest ever since August of last year and last month he clapped back at Michael Vick saying look I have a mullet there's no need for me to cut my hair there's no need for Colin to cut his hair in reference to Michael Vick saying that the one thing that Colin should start doing is actually shaving his hair off well this month Mr. Long comes through again the defensive end and longtime resident of Charlottesville, Virginia, yes, the same Charlottesville, decried what happened there. And he had this to say about what, well, anyone has done or not done to stop what is going on today. Quote, some people are tired of hearing me tweet because they want me to stick to football. But I like to use social media like I was a regular guy because I think I am. I don't tell people to stick to their job when they want to talk politics. And this isn't political. That's the thing. Everybody's trying to turn this political. This isn't a political issue. This is right or wrong. I believe you are on one side or the other. For me, being from Charlottesville, no one wants to see you sit idly by and watch that stuff happen and not say anything. And I wish there was more categorical denial from some very important people in this country who have had the opportunity to strike it down, but didn't. Close quote. And then he put the exclamation point on it when, in a recent game, went by his teammate, Malcolm Jenkins, put his hand on Jenkins' shoulder as Jenkins held a fist up in the air during the national anthem and showed solidarity. I have said this privately. I will say this now on air and publicly. I give Many kudos to Howie and his wife for the wonderful job that they have done with their son, Chris. Outstanding job, upstanding man. It is an honor to cover someone like him. It is an honor. Dateline Las Vegas. So in the fight August 26th, ooh, I can't wait. Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor are going to wear 8-ounce gloves instead of 10-ounce gloves. When I come back, we're going to speak a little further about fan behavior from an NFL player. This is going to be an interesting upon further review segment, but immediately following the break, it's dolt of the week time. <laughs> you know what's coming next.
if you want to speak on air, if you want to get the ebook, why you're going to mind the five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history, if you want to make your voice heard in the Cold Sports VIP room, if you want to simply get on the email list, if you want to actually get that hot new shirt or buy books or chat with me or any of my VIPs online and social media, all you have to do is go to coldsportswithaz.com. That's coldsportswithaz.com. It has all of what you need available for you. So come on down to Cold Sports with a Z.com. We ain't delaying this. Let's get down to it. Ladies and gentlemen, here is your next Dolt of the Week. Dolt of the Week. Sponsored by nobody. We're going to get a sponsor soon. Oh, you can best believe that. This was actually a quiet week for the dolt category but there was one that rose to the occasion speaking behind a podium with a mic the winner of this episode's dolt of the week is cleveland browns head coach hugh jackson now why did this former Oakland Raiders head coach and Cincinnati Bengals offensive coordinator win this award. Well, the second year head coach of the Browns had this to say during a press conference. Quote, I think everybody has a right to do and I get it, but the national anthem means a lot to myself personally, the organization and our football team. I hope, again, I can't speak. I really haven't talked to our team about it. I would hope that we don't have those issues. Close quote. Now, the issues of which he's speaking are ones that are opposed to segregation and racial intolerance and police brutality. But he was not done. Hugh had this to say going further about it all, sort of clarifying his stance. Quote, I understand there's a lot going on in the world. I like to just keep it there. What we deal with, we try to deal with as a team in our closed environment. We talk about things. Hopefully that won't happen. I can't tell you it won't happen, but I just know our guys. And I don't think that is where our focus is. We hope the things that are going on in the world get ironed out. But I know right now we are doing everything we can to get our football team better. Close quote. (laughs) 
says the head coach that has the quarterback, Brock Osweiler. You know better than this, man. You're the one mostly responsible for making Andy Dalton supposedly a good quarterback in the NFL. You know what, or supposedly know what talented quarterbacking looks like, but your football team's going to get better with him. It would get better with Deshaun Kaiser, but I digress. So you're saying that uh, everyone has a right to protest in that anthem, but your team shouldn't, or you hope that your team wouldn't. And then you said, you know, your guys. Well, if that's the case, Mr. Jackson, why was it that on Monday Night Football, when the national anthem was played, 12 of your guys were kneeling in a prayer circle, one of them white? Uh, I thought, Mr. Jackson, you, quote, know our guys, close quote, you don't know. Your guys, I understand that you have to, at the time September rolls around, be in charge of 53 players. I get that. I understand that fully and totally. Here's the problem, though. Those are men from the ages of 21 to around probably, say, oh, 33, 34, 35. So you're dealing with men who are trying to get an identity as to who they are. Now, if you were in college, yeah, you can somewhat guide them in the direction of where you wanted to head because they're young men and this is their first time of having any adult responsibility that's different in nfl is a grown man they get paid they get their own checks they have their own responsibilities they have their own minds they have come from a collegiate setup where it is about forming their own opinions so when you say that you you hope that you don't have the issue of guys protesting on your team that's the issue I have. It's not an issue. It is a compunction. It is something they want and choose to do. This to me shows, Mr. Jackson, that racial intolerance and police brutality and systemic oppression doesn't mean as much to you. I would hope the opposite would be true, but it's not. Sorry to hear that. When I come back, we're going to go further into the NFL deep waters in upon further review. I'm Cole Johnson of Cole Sports. But when I am on the mic and not talking sports, I am on a new show called Revelations. Go to shows.pippa, that's spelled P-I-P-P-A, dot I-O, forward slash revelations, and you will get the most in-depth human interviews that you will possibly hear on the internet, on the radio, or in the world. That is shows.pippa, dot I-O, forward slash revelations. Revelations is the place where we communicate truth to power and the form where we change the world one conversation at a time. Join us Tuesdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on Pippa.io. Cool Sports! Available on Cool Sports with the Z.
Coming up in the next episode of Cold Sports, well, you know we're going to deal more with NFL. We're only two weeks away from the start of it, right? We're also going to deal with more issues, hopefully, in the other areas of sports. And we're not going to talk about that fight that's going to take place in Las Vegas. We're awarded all the week, and we're going to have a, a Pomford review segment, as we always do, and you knows this. But see, that's for the episode to come. For the episode right now, it is time to dive a little further into an NFL player's mind in upon further review. Of course, we have talked about the Seahawks defensive tackle, Michael Bennett, staging a sitting protest this past week. His teammate on the other side of the ball, wide receiver Doug Baldwin, had some interesting thoughts about fan behavior toward players during the national anthem. So he was asked about his teammate and what he thought about his protest stand and what he thought about that itself and if he thought it was right and just. It was interesting what Baldwin had to say. Quote, Michael Bennett is taking a reasonable and peaceful approach to something that I, I mean, I don't know who doesn't think is important to our society and the health and wellness of our communities. But yet we're not talking about people who are in the stands drunk with their hats on, yelling at players, cussing during the national anthem. We're not talking about that. I know you guys are reporters and you've got to make a story about something, but I just think we're taking it too far. Close quote. Now, I have always been of that belief, too. But Baldwin goes a little deeper. He goes further. Quote, We are going to have a conversation here shortly. And again, we try to do things as a team and as a family. We will see how we can support Mike in this situation. We operate as a family. We support our guys in whatever they do, whatever endeavors they set out to accomplish or achieve. And Mike has always been one of those leaders in our locker room. We trust him. Again, he is a highly, highly intelligent individual who didn't just make a decision off the cuff. This is a decision. I know that knowing Mike, he has taken a lot of time and pride in making. So as a family within this organization, we fully support what he has done. Close quote about Bennett before I get to the fan behavior. One of my gets, one of my interviews that I would like to have is with him and his brother Martellus because they are two of the most interesting, forget NFL players, they are two of the most interesting athletes that I can think of to interview right now, today. Not only do they speak their mind, but they're raw and honest about themselves. And I agree with Doug. For Mike to make this stand and take this stand, that pretty much says something to me. And that says... He thought about this. He felt within his heart, this is where he had to go, what he had to do. And he acted on it. And here we are with that. So kudos to Mike to coming to that decision. But I want to get to the fan behavior portion of Baldwin's comments. Because we've talked about how players are entitled and they're rich and they should be thanking the United States and not God. For their place of affluence and influence, they should owe the country and not God for the fact that they can afford seven and eight figure salaries in a year and they should be grateful to the country and the flag and not God for all of this. 
They should be grateful. They should get on their hands and knees and kiss the ground that the United States, created by God, put forth for them. Yet Baldwin's right. You look into the stands and for those who have not attended games in the NFL or Major League Baseball or in the NBA, they will say, please rise for the singing of our national anthem. What they used to say is, please rise, take your hats off your heads and place it on your hearts and we will sing the national anthem. That's what they used to say. Now they just say, please rise for the singing of our national anthem. Supposedly, this is to be a moment of respect, reflection, generosity. So... We're getting many of these people asking and many season ticket holders asking this of their of the players on the field. Where I come from, we have been taught the understanding of, well, if you're going to ask this of someone else, that should be something you should model for yourself. And there isn't for even season ticket holders who make far less than most of these players do. There isn't a place for profanity, for drunkenness, for disrespect. If you're going to have that standard that you're going to place upon the players that they should stand or else they should conduct themselves with a plum or else that they should they should be respectful upon standing or else. Well, the same standard would apply to you. You stand. You take off your hat off your head. You place it onto your heart. You sing the national anthem or reflect and keep your mouth shut. Because you don't have the right to breathe the thought that someone else should do something that you are not doing. The ideals in the first verse hold true. This is the land of the free and the home of the brave. But in this argument, I've been seeing a lot of people who want to make this a fascist state when it comes to the national anthem. And I've been seeing a lot of cowards speaking about this. Baldwin is on point here. If you're going to say that the players should have this particular stance well you should have the same particular stance too otherwise it would make you a hypocrite happen to like this episode or any episode that you have heard thus far a special interview or regular show like this one why don't you follow me on cold sports with a z.com that's cold sports with a z.com if you want to speak on air we can have that for you cold sports with a z.com if you want to join our newsletter that's simple all you have to do is go on the cold sports with a z.com you want a free book there's an ebook why you going ain't mine Go to coldsportswithaz.com. You want to check out my guest appearances? Go to coldsportswithaz.com. You want to make your voice heard? Cold Sports VIP room? You can find that on coldsportswithaz.com. Simple, isn't it? You want to find out my past episodes? Go to coldsportswithaz.com. You want to find out where I am on social media? Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, Google+. You can find that as well, all on ColdSportsWithAZ.com. That's ColdSportsWithAZ.com. You can check out me and this brand on Cold Sports with a Z.com. In VIP, it doesn't matter where you listen to me, how you listen to me, or what you do. I just want you to do this one simple thing. Sports with a Z.com, and that is to enjoy the content. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I am Cole Johnson, and this is.
You've been listening to Cole Sports with Cole Johnson. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.